going on, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the Siege Mentality Podcast, episode 21, still not canceled. Uh, the over-under has now been smashed. I think we were at like four episodes. We have well over that. I'm giving Ricky another week off. It's been an NBA crazy start of the season last night. Detroit-Denver got canceled, which was just madness. So going to give him another week off. Instead, we're going to talk some waste management golf. I love this tournament every year. It is pre-Super Bowl activity and fun for me. So I decided to bring on one of my best friends. You guys might not know him. He's Cutmaker Jeff. You can follow him on Twitter, at Cutmaker Jeff. Jeff, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Siege? Oh, man. So people don't know. I've known Jeff now for a few years. Uh, he He's a St. Louis guy as well. Uh, so it's been uh, uh, we've been friends for a while, and uh, we talk golf all the time. So I figured this was a perfect opportunity to bring him on. Anything else you want to tell the people about yourself before we get started? Yeah, no, I, I uh, yeah. So just golf-wise, I've done a lot of, of um, golf handicapping. It's kind of become my thing over the past, I don't know, four or five years. Um, had some really good success with it and um, started a podcast, the Cutmaker Podcast, a few I guess last year I need to, um, to get back into recording a lot more. My uh, my my quote unquote real job got in the way of uh, of some more pods, but no, it's good. And we do a um, a fun text messaging service throughout. So we'll talk more about that later. But uh, golf's great. Excited for this tournament. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, waste management is always always one of my favorite tournaments. It's gonna be a little different this year though. No fans, but or not no fans, limited fans. But look, before we do that. As a Cardinals guy, I have to ask, Nolan Arenado for Austin Gomber and some bags of baseballs, your thought? I mean, obviously, it's maybe the greatest trade in Cardinals history, right? Like, on paper. I mean, I, I, I can't remember exactly. Like, I think the Cardinals gave up, um, I want to say it was like Bob Tewksbury or something for Mark McGuire. That might have been up there. But, I mean, certainly uh, ridiculous. He's 29. McGuire was certainly older than that at the time. And, and so yeah, I mean, uh, who wouldn't be stoked? We got, uh, we have the, uh, we got the, the corner, the the NL West uh, top corner guys on the Cardinals now. So now we just need some arms outside of uh, Jack Flaherty, and uh, it should be a fun year. And how many games are you going to go to this year, Siege? I mean, it depends when they start letting us in. To be honest, like I've missed going to baseball games more than anything about the pandemic. That was probably the number one thing I missed the most. Um, I, I go to probably 20, 30 games a year because as, as much as I love Cardinals fans, I think they're they're good. They think they're the best. And I'm sorry, I should not be able to get premium level seats for $25 on a 80 degree day. Sorry, shouldn't happen. Uh, so I, I try. To, I honestly like if I'm the, if I stack the Cardinals, I'm like, oh, what do the tickets look like? And they're like 20 bucks. I'm like, All right, I guess I'll go down and boo them in person when they strike out six times. But uh, no, uh, it, it's I'm hoping to go to a lot. Like I, I missed it a ton, and I'm looking forward to getting back into it. Yeah, they're gonna be good. The lineup's good. It's nice though. The other trades are normally like we give away Tommy Pham, Luke Voigt, uh, yeah. just like good players. So the fact that we actually they, we I say we uh, the Cardinals got uh, good player a good player for once is uh, a nice surprise. So uh, it, Cardinals fans deserve it for sure. They've just had some awful trades over the last six years, really ever since Tavares. Uh, tragic death it's been just a spiral of bad trades uh, but all right that's it for baseball let's get to golf waste management open um you know this you could definitely shoot low here uh definitely some eagle holes birdie holes driving is going to be really key this week 
But for you, what are the things that you're looking for in, in terms of your golfers for your DFS player pool? Oh, wow. Um, honestly, in my the model I built, I have just a, a ton of things. Um, I, so I'd be lying if I said there's one thing. Certainly driving is one of them. Um, you know, I, I always I, – I probably more than most people overvalue putting. I value putting a lot. I And probably – I really honestly probably overvalue it. Um, I, I think putting is going to be super important this week. Um, bogey avoidance is going to be relevant because there's – several holes you can bogey, but obviously birdies is going to be huge, right? So I, I'm with you. I think scoring is going to be probably in the 15 to 20 under range. So yeah, you're going to have to make birdies. You're going to have to score on par fives. You're going to have to gain off the tee. Um, you know, pretty much everything that that wins week in and week out. Um, maybe one thing that I, I built in a little more than I normally would is uh, proximity from over 200 yards. Um, you know, you've, if you've, you've got to be good with your long irons, kind of how, I mean, different types of golfers can win here, right? You can be a, a bomber like Kepko when he won it, or a guy who's not a bomber, but just throws darts and hits putts like Webb Simpson last year. So a um, couple of different ways to win, but um, yeah, no, honestly, I, I think putting probably is, is one of my biggest things that I've got weighted, which is probably counterintuitive to a lot of the DFS community. What what surface are we on this week? I, I can't say I pay paying attention. It's 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 Bermuda and it's it's kind of a hybrid Bermuda, but it's you know, it's so it's not it's not like East Coast Bermuda, but it's it's sort of a hybrid. So um but by and large they say Bermuda, so I'm using Bermuda, I'm waiting Bermuda a little bit, but I'm not waiting as high as I would if we were in, say, you know, Orlando or something. Hey, at least it's not POA. I don't know why I play DFS <laughs> on POA weeks. I, I you would think I would learn this lesson every week. I play the same tournaments every year. And every year after the American Express, I'm like, I'm not going to play DFS this week next year. You know what I ended up doing again? Playing DFS. And I'm just like, well, why? You, it's miserable. If you, if you play POA, you bet Patrick Reed. That's uh, sort of a rule, too. Yeah, well, I, I guess I should have had you on last week. That would have been a good rule to know. <laughs> uh, it worked out for me. I hopped on I hopped on Sunday. You were like, uh, you know Patrick Reed's going to win. I was like, I don't want him to. And you're like, that's exactly why he's going to win. I was like, all right, fine. Took a couple of long shots. He actually backdoored a top ten for me too, believe it or not. Like he was oh, five oh, over and then Oh Malnati did? Yeah, he backdoored the top ten. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I, why I do love I have this money in my account? And I was like, Oh, he backdoored a top ten and sure enough, like dead heat rules applied, but it was amazing. I was like, I was not yeah. expecting that. Ryan Everyone Palmer, else just collapsed that, as soon as he got hot. Ryan Palmer came in the back door too. I think he bad was like backdoor to T two pretty crazy yeah there was a lot of collapsing but that happens on poa too like you can't putt late in the day and you, that's how yeah. that's why that that tournament every year has someone normally come back from behind that this year it was just for second instead of first because patrick reed couldn't stop making eagles all right that's last week this week waste management open I, i'm gonna ask you like why should i just not start my teams again this year with webb simpson i don't think he's gonna be getting a lot of love with rom and thomas in this field even Xander is normally a chalk darling here. Like, why shouldn't I just start with Webb Simpson again? Um, you could certainly make that argument. I, I'm going to have plenty of Webb. I think Webb. Um, I don't think he he is the most consistent player in this field. Um, you know, he he won last year. He has one, two, three, four. He has five top tens. Um, you know, a win and a second. Um, he's just he's this is and he's even said before. This is his favorite course to play outside of a major. So, I mean, he's super comfortable here. And I mean, I, I mean, you know, is he going to, is he going to win? And eh, maybe not, 
But is he going to finish top 20? Like, I feel it's like the lock of the decade. So, I mean, he's an amazing top 20 bet. And certainly, um, you know, he's not he's super unlikely to miss the cut, highly unlikely to miss top 20. And I think his win equity relative to his price, you're right, is uh, he's there's not a lot of respect there. So I like Webb a lot this week. Yeah, I I mean, Webapalooza is always uh, <laughs> Webapalooza, man. I, I, I got to say, it was uh, it was a fun time. Um, Especially cashing a ticket to boot too. It was uh, <laughs> web, web season. I, I am. I have. I, you're the one who got me to like web. I never really cared for web, and then I started cashing all these tickets with web, and suddenly I became a web fan. What do you know? Well, plus he's super likable. I mean, there's not a lot. I mean, aside from the fact that he struggles to rub rub his sunscreen in all the way. I mean, there's there's not a lot you can't like. I mean, all he does is just like hit greens and make putts. It's like it's the opposite of like cheering for Adam Scott, right? When you're cheering for Webb, you're like, you know what? Yeah, he, I think he can make this. You're not worried he's going to miss putts. Or Adam Scott hits it to three feet, and you're like, all right, he can't miss. Oh Jesus! And so yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun cheering for Webb, and he's he's done me really well over the years. Yeah, he is absolutely fantastic. Uh, he's awesome, one of my guys. You know, I, I, I was looking at the, the pricing pool, and I, I, I was comparing it to DK, you know, bet, sports betting odds, of course, because um, that's always the first thing I'm looking for for misprices. But this today I actually found, like, one of my guys who I just really can't quit, who normally is in the 100 to 150 range. Uh, some sneaky buzz, apparently. He's only 85 to 1 on Corey Connors. Uh, you know, good driving form, uh, top 10 in total driving this season. And for him, in decent form, you know, top 40s in every event since the Zozo. Any interest in going back to Corey Connors here? I mean, so here's the thing, right? I, I think that from a pure price value play, Corey Connors, like, makes a ton of sense. He finished 45th last year here in his only appearance um, he's a slight negative putter on Bermuda, but he's generally not a good putter. But his form is really good, and and his price is good. I will be playing Corey Connors for sure. Um, you know, he's probably you know if I as I build my pool out, um, I, you know, twelve or thirteen guys. Connors is guy is going to be in that twelve or thirteenth spot, but he's definitely a guy who's going to be in my pool this week. I, I do like him quite a bit. Yeah, I was just after the pot. I'm gonna head over to Illinois and make some bets. Corey Connors, I suspect, is gonna, especially for me, like you know, 85 to one to win, 14 to one T5, and six to one T10. I'm definitely gonna grab some shares. I think he's a guy too. Without like the super super big crowds, won't really feel that pressure that I think could be an issue for him because he definitely has the uh, blow up ability. So I think them not they're not being quite as many fans this year actually could be a benefit to him as well. Uh, what are, who are some other golfers we should be work, we'd be looking at this week? Uh, maybe something a little contrarian off the beaten path here. Um, you know, like, I mean, I see Scotty Scheffler, but he'll be popular as always. Xander would be popular. I'm not really a Xander guy. Like, who, who, who are you looking at? Give me, like, a couple names here. So I, I played this guy um, a few weeks ago, and he cashed in for me at 35-1. to 1. I went back to the well last week, and he did not make the cut. And he was really, really bad. I'm hoping that keeps people off of him because I love Harris English. Um, I'm a I'm a big Harris English guy now, and and um, he's played here nine times. Uh, finished 16th last year. Had a third two years ago. Has a ninth, a 15th. I mean, love Harris English. Always puts well here. Um, statistically, he grades out really well. Maybe he grades out better for me because I'm waiting 
putting a little heavy there the most will. Um, but I really, really like Karis English. I'm going to be playing a lot of him. And he, I mean, to tell, tell you the truth, he reminds me, I mean, they look differently, but I mean, game wise, he's not a whole lot. He's not a whole lot too dissimilar than Webb. And, and I, I really, you know, if you start your lineup with Webb and English, that is a heck of a start. And you can be, and you can even, honestly, you could do Webb English uh, Connors and be off to a really good start. And I don't know, you know, with, with why people are going to want to play Xander, you're right. He's always super popular. I wish Tony Finau was playing so people could play him because I, I never do. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I like uh, – I do like English. Um, I mean, Xander's, Xander's form is really good right now. He played he played well last week. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm generally not a Xander guy either, to be honest with you. But I wouldn't be shocked if he you – know, he'll, he'll probably top 10. And is that going to win – is that going to win you a tournament? No, but it's close and it's close-ish to his price. I'm not playing Rory. I like Daniel Berger. I like Daniel Berger a lot. Um, he was ninth here last year. Positive putter on Bermuda, um, and he is he grades out like top five in both my my short-term and long-term form models. So like Berger, um, and then we'll talk about some longer shot guys here a little bit because I got some guys that are like going to be two percent owned that I really like. Two percent, guys. Now you're speaking my language. Tournaments, baby. <laughs> Large field tournaments. You're speaking my language. Uh, before we, before, is there anyone at the top that you just are just like? I think it's just gonna come. Like, there's always a guy at the top, right? There's always the one that blows up, who just misses the cut and no one sees it coming. You got it. You got a guy that you think maybe could be that guy. I got one that I think could be that guy. Okay. Um. Well, it's wow that I think it missed the cut. I mean. I don't know about missed the cut. I, I mean, I'm telling you, like, I'm not. Like, I think a lot of people will play Rom. I'm not going to play Rom. Um, I'm going to be. What's going to be really interesting for me this week to see is Justin Thomas. And and I, I mean, he has back to back thirds here. Grades out. Obviously, he grades statistically really well in everything. Um, but you know, coming on, coming, you know, back off the gay slur deal and and. Um, you know, who knows where his head's going to be. Obviously, not, I mean, not going to be a ton of fans. Um, I'm going to be really curious to see how JT plays. And I also wonder where his ownership is going to be relative to Rom and Xander. I would guess maybe maybe close to both. I don't know. I'm, I, Rom shows up in a lot of optimals. Like, if you just run an optimal, Rom is in most of them. So I'm hoping that that drives ownership on him. But I think if I were to have to pick one to blow up, um, it would probably be Rory just because he's never played here before. And, um, you know, his putter can turn to ice cold. He kind of struggled down the stretch a little bit on, at uh, uh, Farmers. So if I was going to pick one to blow up, it'd be Rory. Yeah, that's the guy I was going to bring up. Uh, I, I I don't really love this fit for Rory. Like, obviously, if Rory's on, like, it, any course is a good, great fit for him. But if he's off, like, this cor- the way this course does beat you, is the things that worry comes sometimes just doesn't do right when he's not playing great. You know, short game definitely can be questionable when he's off. And here, if you don't have one, you can leave yourself some in some weird spots. Um, plus 400 to miss the cut. I, I have to acknowledge, I, I definitely wrote that one down. Uh, it's something I'm going to consider because uh, I, I don't love first-time players here. And especially one that I can't figure out why he's even here. Like, why is Rory here? I can't... Like, why didn't he go to the Middle East like everyone else? I don't quite understand it. 
And so I kind of just wonder, like, is this a sponsor thing? Is he, and is he just going to kind of just like mentally check out? No, that's a, that's a really fair point. I mean, I, I was thinking the same thing. And, and then I couldn't believe that he never played here before. Like, yeah, you mean, it's been... the Middle East, because this is like, um, I can't think of Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but, but, it, but it's, it's there, they're in Saudi Arabia. I get it. But, dude, he could have played here six years ago or seven years ago or something, you know? I mean, this tournament's been going on for a long time. He's never played here. That's crazy to me. That really, really surprised me. So, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, and I, and I, now the contrarian in me, right, says Rory is going to be mega low owned relative to these others. Like, I don't see, I, I can't imagine playing Rory. And, and so I think, I mean, you'll probably get Rory in like a $100 single entry at probably, I don't know, like 5%. Yeah, I just wonder if the jet lag finally got to him by the weekend. Because, like, he didn't take a week off. He went from right. Abu no, Dhabi right. yeah. to, the, to the American Express, and now he's playing this tournament this weekend. I, I'm definitely concerned. The more I think about it, I definitely will fire some plus 400 anti-Rory sweats. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I just I, I don't see it. And, uh, you know, he's like the fourth betting odds on the board. I, I think that's just a little too, uh, that's a little too much respect for Rory uh, here. Um, all right. We, we mentioned you had some long shots you wanted to talk about. I think now is a great time to talk about long shots since we covered the top of the board. We talked about the middle of the board with uh, Harris and Connors and your boy Brooks is in that, in that mid-tier range as Oof. well. That is a tough scene. It's a tough. That it's is not a, a tough major scene. So you don't play Brooks, but uh, I mean, if there were fans, I think I would definitely be a lot more interested in Brooks here because, like, this would be kind of like with the crowds. I could definitely see like Brooks major showing up, but without the super crowds, I I don't think you can go there. Well, we real quick before you you mentioned Rory. Before we get off Rory, I think I, I'm with you on this fact, right? Like, I, I mean. And I have I have to look at if I can find the matchup. I honestly haven't spent a ton of time on matchups yet. But God, can you imagine a Web Rory matchup? Like how broke, <laughs> how broke would I, will I go on a Web Rory matchup? That would be uh, incredible. I'd have to look it up and see. But um, if there if there's one, that would be amazing. I mean, or a Burger Rory matchup. Yeah. Like either one of those, you're going to get a good price on Burger or Web. Let's see. I the first the first side I looked at had Xander, which doesn't do me any good because <laughs> that's yeah, the no. one I definitely don't want to touch. Um, let me see. Oh, I just logged on the wrong site though. Uh, doo -doo -doo, sportsbook Fanduel. Their matchups are always a little tricky to find. Yeah, hang I know I they're here, find... but they're so tricky to find. Yeah, let's see. Oh. Um... This is great air, but uh, matchups and yeah, oh, it's Rory versus Xander again. That's not helpful. <laughs> yeah, no. Let me let me look here. Hang on, Rory, Xander, Rory. Uh, Sabatini. There's Rory Rom. Here Rory. we go. Here you go, Rory. So you can get JT at minus one seventeen. The pinnacle five dimes Bovada bet online have JT against Rory for minus between one seventeen and one twenty five. So I like that. I like JT a lot against Rory. Rom against Rory is God. He's minus one. Rom is minus one twenty-five at Bovada against Rory. Love that. Love that. Um, and those are the yeah. Those are the I'm Rory. So jealous of the people that can still bet on Bovada. I got blocked for winning too much money. Womp womp. 
Bet online. You can bet on bet online. Yeah. I I, I just I, I I've been trying to do a lot more of my action onshore lately. But uh, definitely, if you are still using those offshores, um, definitely good value there. Um, actually, I should see. Uh, maybe I'll move my flight up a little earlier too. Maybe there's a a, a good one in on one of the Vegas books. Um, so, um, okay, uh, let's go ahead and talk about those long shots you just yeah. mentioned. Um, so, tell me, tell me, Siege, I don't know if you have an opinion or not on this guy. Most people don't. And I played him last week, you know, and he sucks. So I'll be real honest there. He sucked last week. But I played him, and he was only 1% owned in the, uh, maybe two in some tournaments, 1% to 2% owned. And that's EVR. I never get him right. I played him last week, too. I mean, he grades out. So was, I was talking to one of my buddies um, who did we do? I do you know a lot of my golf stuff, and and um, he's my buddy's a real good golfer, and and he's a, he goes, I just think he just sucks. Maybe he just sucks, and and it's funny. He has like three top twenties in majors. I, he's just now finally playing in the U.S. full time, but I like I like EVR a lot. Um, and he's a guy, again, you're going to be able to get. He grades out. My short-term model, he's 17th. My long-term model, he's 19th in this tournament. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, maybe he sucks. I don't know. I don't. I can't tell. But, like, he's 7,000. He's 7,000. He's going to be 1% owned. And if he's top 25, like, that could win you a tournament. Top yeah. 20, he could win you a tournament. Yeah, four street. Fourth straight week in a row playing, no real form. The putter. Oh, I know. I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm I mean, not I saying. I played him last week with the same thing. All I did was just miss another <laughs> damn cut since I played him. So I mean, I can't say a whole lot. Uh, so I mean, in driving I... distance. His driving accuracy has been terrible this season. 150th, which is not great. Um, yeah, but that's not that's not going to be like that big of a factor here, right? Like the rough's not super penal here. So I, I he's I think he's a low owned guy I like another guy I like um, who I played last week who's decent is Matt Jones. Um, I like Matt Jones. He's sixty nine hundred. So he is another guy like the bottom there. And then uh, I like Chris Kirk. He's a great story coming you know getting his sh- getting his shit together after um, you know going through rehab and everything else. And he's he's been playing really well lately. You could Chris Kirk. Um, his last couple tournaments, I'll pull that up here. Um, but he's got 16th and second, 46th, 18th. So he's, you know, he's made two, four, six straight cuts with a second at the Sony and a 16th at the American Express. I mean, easy got to root for, good story. Um, he grades out well for me, especially short term. Um, he's top 10 in my short term model. So he's another guy. Uh, I like Chris Kirk. And for the price, man, he's seventy five hundred. That's not bad. Um, he's also one another... of the better players too. And we talked about longer approaches, approaches from two twenty five, twelfth uh, on the tour this season, um, and even the two hundred uh, from two hundred yards out, seventy uh, second on tour. Um, so, and then even a little bit shorter than that, he still grades out really well. So, if you're looking for those long iron players, Kirk could be a guy definitely who pr- pr- provides that value. Well, then one last guy I like that I always play that is never owned, and I never play him because he. No, no, no. Actually, he's like he's good at making cuts because he's a really, really good putter. Is uh, Michael Thompson? Um, Michael Thompson. You look at his last 
His last four tournaments, he gained one and a half, five and a half, six point eight, and three strokes. He has a fifth, twenty fifth, twenty first, and fifteenth coming into this. Form's unbelievable coming into this, and his putter is freaking white hot. He's a guy again where I, you know, again I, I weight putting heavily um, on, in certain tournaments. This is one of those that I do, and uh, yeah, I mean I like Michael Thompson a lot. I'm gonna have some shares of him, seventy two hundred. He's cheap. Patton Kazire, I think, will be popular this week. I think he pops in a lot of models, and but I mean, Patton Kazire looks good too. You're not worried about Thompson's terrible track record on Bermuda. His track record in Bermuda isn't terrible. It's his best surface. I just pulled up the I just pulled up the Florida swing. He was awful. I mean, he's he gains 0.4 strokes on Bermuda versus anything else. He gains like 0.4 number one strokes and he was that bad. Jeez. Not- yeah, I mean, he, he he's like um, again, he's he's a good putter overall. You look at his. I mean, he has some tournaments where his his putting is frankly actually. I guess I should say this: his putting is e- elite or terrible. Um, but even then he's made two, four, six, eight, made eight straight cuts. He's 7,200. What do you want? Guy has made eight straight cuts and has three, four straight top 25s for 7,200. He's a really good putter on his best surface. I'll take it. I must be biased. Cause I went, I watched him at the Honda and the guy couldn't make a damn thing. I followed him for like six holes and it was just like no, no chance on any of the putts. And I was like, screw it. I'm done with this. Was that even in March? You followed him? Yeah. He he gained one he gained one point one strokes putting at the Honda last year. I must have literally been there for every <laughs> hole he missed. Like every, I, I probably was in like three point five. You jinxed it, Siege. It was your fault. You it jinxed probably it. was my fault. I, apparently <laughs> so. I I I think that I I didn't walk a ton of holes because we had a really nice setup on, on seventeen. But I, I walked a, like I just was like oh let's see if Michael Thompson can make a run for my DFS teams and it was just like immediately like nope not gonna happen not gonna make a Sunday run. <laughs> Dude, he's also like never owned. Yeah, he is never owned. That is true. I mean, people don't people people you're scrolling down, you like look at other guys who are in in that range. Let me pull up my app here. I mean, I have to let me see. So in Michael Thompson's range, there's like, you know, let's see. Uh who are who are popular guys? Like I think Wyndham Clark will be pop Munoz can be massively popular. People like Step Straka, people like Aaron Wise, people like Luke List. A lot of people like Luke List. People like Grio. God, what about Ben On? You talk about a guy you can't putt. I love me some Benny On, but he can't putt. Um, people are going to play. Whereas I think Streelman might be a little popular. People like to play Harold Varner. I think Ryan Moore is going to be popular. So like EVR and Thompson are guys down there that I don't think anybody's going. And then maybe they both suck. But actually, I don't think Thompson sucks. I actually think Thompson's pretty good. Um, EBR maybe he sucks, but um, if he finishes top twenty this week, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Can I throw out a completely random name that we have not talked about in like a year and a half because he just sure. he had a major injury and kind of just is working his way back? JB Holmes. This course is a pretty oh. nice fit for him if he can get it together. Didn't look too bad at the Farmers. Just kind of drew the wrong end of the course draw with the weather. I don't know. Like he, he, I mean, he'd have to get hot, but he's free. He's absolutely free, and he absolutely can bomb it. He's forty second in driving distance. He's been hitting greens. Uh, is not afraid to hit, to birdie some holes. I don't know. I, I I could see him kind of making a little bit of a run here. I mean, he made a run here last year. 
Yeah, he, he he absolutely made a run here last year. So no, I don't I don't hate that. How much is he? I mean, I forgot he was alive. Uh, I, I was honestly scrolling through the DraftKings betting odds and I saw he was four hundred to one, and I was oh, like, <laughs> How much is he on DraftKings? Is he six K or something? He might be. Let me look. I have DraftKings up. I can pull it up. Hang on. Let me see. Let's see. Hang on. He's sixty four hundred. Okay, that is for sixty four hundred. Wow. You could definitely do a lot worse. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's some interesting guys down that range. Um, you know, like, uh, I mean, look, so even like, um, I don't know, he's this guy's never barely played. John, that John Augustine, he's a, you know, young guy. Um, got JB Holmes. What a, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, that's a really good, that's a really good GPP flyer for sure. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to play, you know, 100 entries or 50 entries or something. Yeah, I'd plug in a JB Home. I wouldn't plug him in. I wouldn't plug JB Holmes, EVR, and Michael Thompson in the same lineup. But 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 if you're gonna play, you no, know, actually, that's I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that. I like that. See, that's a good call. That is, uh, I'm adding him to my player pool right now. He is, uh, I mean, for 6,400. Screw it. Yeah, T T26 and T16 uh, last two times here, and yeah. the T16 was. Uh, Sunday collapse, and I suspect that probably had something to do with fans, and won't have as many of those this time around as well. Um, and it was an injury too, so it was it, like it was COVID, but it also was an injury. Granted, he's older, but I don't know. I, I it, why not? I, I've definitely done crazier things, so uh, I'm gonna put a little bit of a splash on him too. Uh, maybe he can make re, re, get some of his glory back. That's for sure. Here at the waste management. Anything else you want to mention here, Jeff? Um, no, I think, uh, I think that about covers it. Um, you guys have any other questions that you can, I'm Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. You can send me a message and, um, I try to respond to most people who hit me up. And then, uh, for, for those of you, um, who listen to, uh, VSIN, I'm on VSIN every Wednesday morning talking golf on follow the money with Mitch and Polly on there, my buddies there. And so, uh, you can, you can hear me there on Wednesday mornings. Awesome. You can follow him on Twitter at CutmakerJeff, one of my favorite follows. Uh, man, I can't wait till you can come down to St. Louis. We can crack open a few beers again, and uh, maybe I can take you more money on the golf course. I missed that in 2020, <laughs> man. I, I didn't get to take uh, your money on the golf course. That was brutal. I'll have to win it back in Golden Tee then. You know, I'm a lot better at Golden Tee than the last time we played. Just fair warning. <laughs> fair warning. Like, last time, I was definitely dead money, but... Uh, I definitely improved since the last time you, you saw me. So fair warning. I don't want you to say I'm All hustling right. you. Touche. All right, man. Appreciate it. That's All it right, for see. the Siege Mentality Podcast this week. We'll be back talking NBA with Ricky next week. With For Jeff, I'm CJ. We'll see you next time.